0: Welcome to the Slapdash Song Night podcast, episode 8, recorded on August 3, 2014. I'm Kira Daly, your host and friend on the interwebs, and this is our planes, trains and automobiles episode. It was our winter escape on that frosty August. It's not really frosty. We live in Sydney. It's, It's not frosty. It's cold, though. It's surprisingly cold, and we love to go into denial. In Sydney, we believe that we do not have a winter and hence we don't insulate anything and everywhere is friggin' cold for three months. So that is, is that's our delightful city. Nonetheless, we had a great time talking travel, talking escapes, talking good and bad adventures and... Speaking of adventures, we've just opened our new Sydney set of shows at the lovely Gingers in Taylor Square. We had an excellent time, and our next live shows in Sydney are on June 5th and July 3rd, 2015, that is, of course. That's the first Friday of the month, so come on down. You can catch all of the details, including our guest updates and themes, on Facebook.com slash Daily. That's K-E-I-R-A-D-A-L-E-Y. Now for this episode, I must mention one visual note. The clones I mention in the Cover Me Bro segment are of course me, cloned via technology uh, and built into little uh, sound bites that I programmed into my iPad soundboard. So as I was singing and we were playing a live song, I was also queuing little uh, backup singer moments. So it was a little bit like playing rock band and doing live music at the same time. And that is why I was
1: freaking out.
0: But hopefully uh, living on the high wire pays off every now and then. So please enjoy Episode 8, Planes, Trains and Automobiles of Slapdash Song Night.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slapdash Song Night. Please welcome to the stage the Slapdash Band and your host for the evening, Kira Daly. One, two,
0: three, four. Doesn't have to be perfect, just has to be done. A deadline to give us a fright And I'll slap Dash song night Sing me sing Talk talk Drink drink Alright It's time to play the music Dance your cares away You're not the boss of me Talk-a-talk, what's our motto? Sing-a-sing, talk-a-talk, drink and drink alright? Sha-la-la-la! <laughs> Please thank the Slapdash Mini Band, Mark Chamberlain and Joey Pangolinin <laughs> and Peter Led. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to Slapdash Song Night, Episode 7 Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Tonight, as we sit in windy, chilly August, we are getting the fuck out of Dodge with some hearty travel songs and stories from our delightful guests. Tonight, we are singy, singing, talky, talking, and drinky, drinking with, fresh from her globe trotting feature film premiere circuit, Joanna Weinberg. Talking Tales from the Road, Fiona Pearson. A very special secret guest star. Ooh. Well trained. Well trained. And plus our regular segments, Cover Me Bro! And Kira vs. Pete's songwriting battle, the tie breaking edition. Oh, rivals. The first. With tales from Europe's B-sides and his own brand of aviation nerdery, please welcome the fine-voiced friend of the show, Mr. Blake Erickson. Hey, Kira. Hi, welcome back.
3: Thank you. I'm so grateful to be asked back. It doesn't happen very often.
0: Oh, Starting with some self-deprecation. You know. Someone like you. Okay, so I have to ask. I'm going to ask a question even though I know the answer. Okay. What is your favourite mode of transport and why? Flying,
3: absolutely. Of course 100%. It is. Of
0: course. It, so where did your obsession with aviation begin?
3: My dad worked for Qantas for 30 years and I was like an aviation nerd from the very beginning, you know, being very, 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 very little. Um, yeah, and, and it's always been from there. I mean, I can tell you the difference between an A340 and an A330 from, you know, Five miles away. I love it so much.
0: That's amazing. So, pre internet, were you reading books on this stuff? Like, how were yes. you finding out?
3: Yes, I did. I read the books so much that the librarians in my high school took pity on me. And no, not high school. I should say primary school, because I had the internet in high school. Definitely did. Um, no, but yeah, I was reading the aviation books so much that uh, they took pity on me and gave them to me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I and and did them. you ever
0: think of becoming a pilot?
3: Yeah, I still do one of these days. Wouldn't that be fabulous? Can you imagine?
0: It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome to be able to fly, or at least to learn to fly. Like, you know, well, obviously, yeah. learn to fly. Yeah. Obviously, learn to fly if you're going to be a pilot. That's not just believe. Not just believe. <laughs> not just that believe you can fly. fly. Not
3: just believe you can touch the sky.
0: Think about it every night and day. I do,
3: Kira. I really I do. I believe
0: it. I believe it. What yeah. is it that captivates you about flight? Like, would you, like, if you had the choice between. Instantly having the knowledge to fly a plane mm-hmm. or instantly being able to just f- take off and fly yourself.
3: Uh no, I'd fly a plane. Yeah, because what if it's raining? <laughs> there we go.
0: That's yep. good thinking. I
3: have thought about this a lot. Don't worry. You've
0: thought it through. Yeah. you honestly thought it
3: through. I love it. I, fly, I do flight simulator at home. And I really get into it, like really get into it. Do you have
0: like one that's really close to the real thing? Like, oh yeah, probably, yeah. I
3: spend a fortune on it. It's really bad, and I repaint my own planes and I design my own airports and everything, and I fly. And it's yeah, you got to do the full thing.
0: What's your ideal airport?
3: Oh gosh, um, ones that are like really dangerous. I like those, Paro, which is <laughs> in Bhutan. It's a nightmare! Oh my god! They should close that place down. It's really
0: so. Does the flight simulator actually have like the details of all the airports? Every airport in the world,
3: topographically correct. Wow! Distance and obviously, gosh, I'm boring the pants off this. No, I think this is
4: incredible.
5: This
3: is really bad. It's really bad. But yeah, it's it's they call it as real as it gets, and it's gone out of business because it's so complicated and boring. Nobody wants to play it.
0: Except this guy. Yay. Yay!
3: No, I love it. I love flying. Oh, that's
0: incredible. And you, uh, you earlier this year, went on a few trips, right? A I did. A few flying trips.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was 12 countries, I think it was. mean how long? Uh, four weeks. It was good. It was great. B-side of Europe.
0: Yeah, B-side of Europe. So, yeah. t- talk us through it.
3: Uh, well, I've always been obsessed with microstates. You know, microstates like the world's smallest countries—countries countries the size of postage stamps—and so for the first time this year, I finally got to go to some of those, and that was really cool. So I went to three. I went to Monaco, uh, the Republic of San Marino. Sorry, the Serene Republic of San Marino was its official serene name. Serene Republic. The Serene Republic. Is it of Serene? San it is actually.
0: Okay, well then it's not false advertising. It's good. That's In good. parts. Okay.
3: Yeah, but you know,
0: um, and well, then it's just like a, a corner where people are like bitching about each other or well no there's a bit it's on like the romance. top of a mountain don't go there there's
3: bit. a bit on the top of a mountain and nobody's there like it's just like it's empty but well, that's it's about beautiful as serene as it gets. and then when people live down below below the mountain it's kind of like ugh, you know yes. it's pretty foul anyway um i mean sorry i shouldn't say that <laughs> because they might be listening i just realized we're <laughs> podcasted i um, will
0: edit that out. Well no, we'll and funny story. For the fi- the serene people of San Marino.
3: Well that's right, and I have to, because I'm actually, I'm um, I'm an honorary citizen of San Marino. <laughs> and I can explain what, and it's absolutely true. Because, okay, so the hotel I was staying in right, I mean I loved it. I was, you know, up to my elbows in this place. I loved it so much, okay. <laughs> and so, like it's history and it's culture and everything. And this, they have this weird political system, it's the world's oldest republic. And they have twin heads of state. They call them the captain's regent. And they serve six-month terms. And every six months, they swap over to another two. And so basically, everyone gets gets a go, right? In the whole country. They hate,
0: but they do it in duos. Yeah, they, they do.
3: And they've got this throne in their parliament. And it's like, like a little love seat. It's sort of double-sided. For double two. Oh, isn't that sweet. And it's very fair and very, you know, it's only 30,000 people. But yeah, anyway, it's lovely. So um, it turns out that the woman who was working the front desk of my hotel was the first lady of San Marino. <laughs> and we were talking. Well, she didn't speak English, but I had Google Translate on my phone, and we were
0: talking. And Wait, um, what do they? What do they speak? Italian. They're,
3: Italian. Italian. They're completely bordered by Italy. Right. It's like, you, trust me, you've really got to look for it in the map. You've really got to look for it. And yeah, so she made me an honorary citizen. She gave me a little pin. It was lovely.
0: That's um, so cool. Yeah, I
3: know. I mean, that doesn't happen everywhere. You don't go to Russia and Putin goes, there you go. Sorry, I shouldn't have said the P word. Um,
5: I, also
3: w- I also went to
0: Liechtenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah which
3: what's... is like a little trivia thing. Like people joke about, oh, oh Liechtenstein. And I went. It was amazing.
0: What was, what was the highlight of, of Liechtenstein?
3: Oh, one time they sent me out, the people that I was staying with, to find, because the, they thought that I should buy this cooking instrument that helps make this, and I'm going to mispronounce it. I want to say Knopflopeful. <laughs>
5: But it's that all- sounds correct. Yeah.
3: It's almost like potato and something else, but mashed up in like little squiggly worms okay. and deep fried. Oh, oh man, it was okay. so good. Deep
0: fried potato.
3: I go wrong? Yeah, I know. And so the woman I was staying with, she called the local hardware store of all places and said, I've got an Australian living with me. This is all in German. I've got an Australian living with me. I'm not speaking German now, by the way. That's English.
0: Really? Because I thought, oh my God, I've just, the Tower of Babel fell on me and I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: amazing. Yeah. Um, and so I went out and I found it and they were like, oh, are you the Australian who wants to buy the Knopf machine? And I went, <laughs> yes. And so I brought it home. But no, it was amazing because they're so <laughs> territorial over there. There's nine. I think it's 19 villages. They each have their own department of education. They each have their own fire station, their own ambulance. And
0: what's the population, like, roughly of each one? 30,000. Oh, no, no, 30,000 in the country. Oh, and each one has a level of bureaucracy. And
3: the way they talk about each other, they're like, people who live in Vaduz. they talk funny, and they put potato on their gnoffle, and that's weird. (laughs) And I'm like, you mean... Down the road? Is that what you're talking about? They're like, yes, but that's a different place. Well, it's
0: kind of similar to how how we talk about other Sydney siders, isn't it?
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's like Surrey Hills and then there's like... Oh, no, it's more like, like Potts Point and King's Cross. It's like, no, it's completely different.
0: Oh, yeah, totally different. Like so. one is here and one is like past a fountain
3: exactly they don't know how to use a knife and fork you know they're all like that it's like what next door but no Liechtenstein's beautiful so go there good chocolate shady financial dealings but if you can kind of overlook that
0: kind of just avoid insider training while trading while you're there sweet
3: i'll probably never get allowed back in the country for saying this so but well
0: all of our Liechtensteinian uh (laughs) listeners yeah maybe i could do a separate edit just for them
3: that's true. I don't want to get them into trouble though because it's an absolute monarchy. It's really awkward. Um, and the the princess is a bit mental. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. She yells at people.
0: What, she just and walks around just yelling at people randomly? Yeah,
3: or? there have been stories of her at parties and public events and they invite people up to the castle and she'll just go at them. Just so, like, you sure it's not Princess
0: Beatrice? A, why? What, what does she do? Oh, I don't know. There's a... a uh, no. <laughs> In between wearing stupid Why hats, I know, yeah. attacks in, in people? In
4: between wearing
0: a pasta shape for a hat and...
3: The Space Noodle on her head. The,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right.
3: That's great. Space How good is that? God I, bless the internet. That was the,
0: that was the best laugh. Like, it, oh, when she stepped out of the car and yeah. had that pasta shape on her head. It was the best laugh I'd had for years. It's amazing. It was amazing.
3: It's enough to get me to watch a royal wedding anyway. Yeah. <sighs>
0: it's no, but apparently she and... And uh, Duchess Kate don't get along. Oh, really? Apparently, yeah. Oh,
3: that's weird. Yeah. I've never heard Kate talk. Have you?
0: I I question whether she she may be like a giraffe and have no vocal folds. I'm not. I, I'm not sure I because like that. you see her in lots of pictures, but yeah, it's quite. No, I have heard her speak. She's, but like she's once. changed my
3: life because of the dresses she wears. You know, oh, the whole had world. Such an she brought on high me. street
0: to the fore didn't you oh my gosh yeah now this now we're boring everyone rigid
3: (laughs) sorry sorry um i didn't mean a word
0: of what i said yeah let's just
3: and so yeah no it was nice it was really good it was fun to go to these places monaco was weird because they've got their own language now and they're really pushing it but only ten thousand people speak it
0: oh it's kind of like the esperanto of yeah they use a lot (laughs) of
3: us so like you just take you know they just use the, the letter u everywhere well, you, you, well, you, you, yeah, you. my brother jokes. You go ilu, to and then you speak Monagasque. <laughs> Done.
0: That's a, yeah, that's great. I'm going to remember that if I ever go there, I'll just put <laughs> use in every vowel sound.
3: Wow,
6: tower
3: sound of babel like crashes I down sound again. like my
0: year eight uh, French teacher. I
3: didn't know you spoke French. <laughs> Manger beaucoup le
0: fromage. Oh that's the one phrase that I've already said on this podcast, Just FYI So I right. speak the French.
3: Yeah, the French have switched off. We've lost them now.
0: That's it. We've lost half of Europe in yeah. this in this one fell swoop. There you
3: I go. Know. Oh speaking of French stuff, so I'm going <laughs> on this cruise later on in the year, right? To New Caledonia. <laughs> and i'm already stressing about it cuz what about um,
0: language no cuz this
3: goes back to the first question you asked about like what it, your preferred mode of transport is okay. and i'm very grateful to be going on this trip you know it's you know total first world problem <laughs> cruise but they <laughs> but seriously no internet for a long time and it's starting to freak me out
0: you know no oh don't you find it liberating though
3: no. like no. no no i don't It's like saying, just blindfold yourself. Who needs to look at things? Just free yourself from vision. It's deliberate ignorance, Kira.
0: And on that note, please thank Blake Erickson. He's going to do a singy sing for us now.
3: Yeah, this is a song by William Finn. Um, It's apparently um, autobiographical of him and may or may not be biographical about me.
5: After high school, I set out to travel the country. trying to make a friend, put my thumb out, wondered how it all come out and how this thing would end. I'd had women in the past. Now I'm looking toward you more. America with a sign that's saying I like boys picked up by a rover at the setting of the sun glad to get it over I just did it and was done and I have to say I kind of had some fun I met a plumber i screwed a tailor i was picked up by a drummer and a sailor got his guy but today when i love you hey how i love you i think of all the cars that passed me by and i was hitchhiking across america waiting for you hitchhiking across america waiting you hiking across America, but I never saw you coming, coming down the road. Round near Dallas, I roped a few steers before I moved on, tried to make a plan smart and callous Not the stupid innocent I was when I began Though the road was kind of long There are moments I remember Hiking across America waiting for you here Hiking across America Waiting for you here Hiking across America But I never saw you coming Coming down the road I waited as Plymouths and DeSoto's A yearbook's worth of photos Came at me all aglow It's been how long? Seven years or so. It feels like 30. Sometimes feels like five. This is your song, also my song, too. And I'm just glad that we're alive. I stood out there on the road. America that was something this dumb kid once did now that we're older and we're wise and settled down I'm standing on the shoulder of a road outside of town and I watch the cars and I wonder where they're bound they meet lovers? Will they get happiness when they slip between the covers of the bed? Who will they find? What will they find? But today, when I love you, God, how I love you, I think of all the lives we left behind when I was hitchhiking across America, waiting for you. Hiking across America Waiting for you here Hiking across America And then by God I saw you
0: now it's time for cover me, cover me, cover me. Dude. yes time for cover me bro the segment where we cover songs that probably haven't been covered before probably for good reason <laughs> Uh, These songs are chosen by our audiences as we go from the records downstairs and uh, this is the last one we're doing for uh, a little while because next month we're going weekly as part of Sydney Fringe and we're going to recycle some of the covers we've already done. So this is our last like new one till October. Uh, The song was from, it was anything from Tell It Like It Is, a folk musical about God. (laughs) Now, I thought it'd be funny to kind of take one of these songs and and turn it on its head and make it really creepy and cultish. Uh, And then I listened to this number. We've had
4: enough
0: so that song is called A New Mind. Uh, <laughs> didn't really have to make that one creepy. Um, sorry. Uh, I have, uh, you'll, you'll see why all of this faffing is happening. It, it's, it's born from terror for what I'm about to do. I'm actually going to be really on the high wire here. Uh, I should welcome back Joey Pangalinen. Round of applause. So, um, I uh, have done something different than making it like creepy and, and stuff. Making it creepy. Um, so, I've done a little uh, something, something, and I wanted some backup singers for this, but I couldn't organise it in time. So, uh, I've been watching Orphan Black, and that show is about clones, and I've kind of wished oh, if only I, I could clone myself, I could get some shit done. And with the help of modern technology, that's what I've done for this song. Ah! To think a new way a new day in a new world so free. We'll take a new start and a new
4: heart
0: and a new I've tried before, i try, try again, to unlock the door, Not not knock, knock. I guess I never, never, had the right key, Where well, I, I put, put my keys, but if it's worth my while, cause you're worth it, <gasps> then I think that I, and Joey and thanks to my clones oh my god now we have a celebrity in our midst I I can't believe you you haven't swamped him with praise and and fandom a gentleman who helped define the rock and road trip song please welcome the larger than life slapdash meatloaf
7: I need love. I'm actually feeling really emotional to be here tonight because this place, for some reason, reminds me of when I was 10 years old, OK? And I was, I was really big when I was 10 years old. I was about 185 pounds. That's about 85 kilos metric, OK? And I was put in this box by these bullies in my year. And I couldn't get out. I, I just could not get out. Okay? And so my dad had to come to the school and get me out. And that's why he called me me. Okay? And here I am tonight, and it's a small space, granted this is not Wembley Stadium. And I fit here. I fit in here. And you're all so happy. You're all smiling. And I really like your shirt, okay? Respect. What's your name? Your name. Joanna, Joanna, you remind me of my daughter, Pearl, okay? And I'm going to tell her some, you something that I told her when she was growing up. You know, she was probably about 20. Wear whatever jeans you want. Okay? And if you're making out with a guy, and someone else is sitting in the corner of the room, eating peanut butter out of a jar, just watching you, politely ask him to leave, okay? That goes for everybody here, right? Look, my band was gonna be here tonight, but they're stuck at Symbio Wildlife Park, so it's just me. And uh, this song is not about trains, it's not about planes, but it's about being on your bike and going out into the middle of nowhere with just a tank full of time, okay? Nothing but thinking about, left to think about what happened to a love that was so amazing, so prominent, so beautiful. And maybe he's taking a bit, you know, of beef jerky or something like that. (laughs) This song is for crying out loud. It's from my first album with Jim Steinman, Bad Outta Hell. Did you know that I have a dent in my skull?
0: meatloaf is gonna have a chat with us i think his tour manager okay. though is still here so maybe she can can have a have a have a chat with us i think yes please welcome fiona pearson <laughs> what's your favorite mode of transport
1: um h- a horse a horse <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely though i've had a couple of bad experiences um when i was in new zealand out on rotary exchange They asked if anyone had ridden a horse before on this trail ride thing. And I put my hand up and I was the only person that had ever ridden a horse. And like you could see their faces being like, we'll give her the black adder. And the horse was... (laughs) Wait, its name was Black Adder? It it, it wasn't, but it it may as well have been. It was black. It was (laughs) huge. I got thrown off it. It was horrible. Yeah.
0: But I would say horse.
1: I would say horse.
0: Wow. It's still your favourite despite...
1: Yeah. I love them. Particularly when they gallop. It's all it's a, I don't know if anyone's ever been on a galloping horse but it is the most amazing I have always going.
0: wanted to but they never any time I ride a horse they I get the donkey like yeah. I get the slow one
1: yeah but gets pulled along with a And is it like, yeah, yeah it's just no 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 I'm like come on come on no
0: no nah. 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 <laughs> just won't just
1: won't yeah. yeah So do
0: you know how to ride properly like did you learn to ride?
1: No I, ne- I never really learned to ride but I, that was my parents thing when we when we go on holidays is put us all on trail rides which was pretty awesome That's cool Yeah yeah, so I love that. But I had one experience that we went up in um to Sutton Forest and this isn't really a travel story, but we were in Sutton Forest and my brother, it was like th- supposed to be the whole horse experience and so my brother was told to go and catch his horse and I had to clean my horse too. Right, hooves. so it's horse, f- the whole all of the things are yeah, horse. Yeah, everything you have to okay. do before you, before horse, you ride Horse, horse,
0: horse. Yeah, horse, horse, horse. All the time. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I thankfully was wearing a helmet and I'm... Cleaning the horse's hooves, and I look out the window and I see my brother chasing this horse, being like, ah! And as I look up, I, see, I just hear this guy go, watch out! And the horse shat on my head. Uh, yeah. Thank God I was wearing a helmet. It was disgusting.
0: Oh my God. Slash
1: tasty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, plenty of fiber in that. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, nutritional value.
1: Yeah. And we're paying for that. To be okay. shat a, on. Like, what a stupid idea. To be idea. shat on yeah. and to chased shat by on horse. And chase well, not, a horse. Yeah,
0: yeah, chase a horse. You're yeah. basically working on the farm and paying yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, basically. That's genius. Slave labour. Yeah, That's it is genius. genius. Yeah. If you love horses, you should do that and, like, you know, get people to pay you to I should. I should run basically. your farm of horses.
1: I should, actually. And you can buy, not buy, you can get free horses. The free shop. horses? Yeah, it sounds like spam to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you can, still, yeah, you can still groom them, groom spam. But you, you can get free horses? How yeah, well, one of my students, he, um, he sells horses and, and does all the horse shows. And they have a number of horses that don't sell and no one wants them. So oh. those horses are free. Yeah, so if you ever actually oh. want a horse, you, just you should shot. call it one of those horse show places and see if they've got a leftover horse. Yeah, they, and they often do. Yeah, because it's very expensive to look after a horse. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, Aww. God. Damn it!
0: Damn it! Aside from being shut on or thrown off a horse, do you have a, a, a best travel experience? Or a worst travel experience? Um, I mean, you've toured a little bit as a performer as well.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, What would be... I've definitely got a bad travel experience. Okay. Um, in London, I'm um, a like, massive music theatre nerd. And just before I left London, um, someone get, had given me the book Wicked and written in it, and it was a lovely kind of goodbye present. And I was sitting on the top of the uh, double-decker bus in London. You know how, how they've got the big um, window at the front? Mm. And um, was sitting That's on there. the best there. seat. Yeah, it is the best seat. And I was sitting there, and I had um, the book, uh, my iPod, my wallet. I think I had a bottle of wine. Pretty much all my valuables. <laughs> and I saw, and it was at night time, so I saw this guy um, come up behind me and go, <gasps> like this. And I turned around and he goes, that's my book. And I just straight away went, oh, no, no, it's my, it's my book, it's my book. And he goes, it's my book. And I thought, oh, give him the book. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, give him the book. It's, and I was like, yes, it is your book. And handed it to him and he just ran off the bus. And no one even... Helped me or asked what had happened or anything like that, and I thought, did they think that I did steal his book? And also, is he some like creepy library librarian that like he like that was his final W book, and he's like, <laughs> and yeah, or was he the was author like, of Who's the author wicked? of Wicked? Jeffrey, Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Gregory, thank you. Obviously maybe not that big th- a Maybe it was him. Yeah, ma- I think it was. That's him, my book. Yeah. I'm stealing every copy <laughs> after you buy it. Yeah. Yeah, it was Jeffrey Maguire. Just just yeah. on the bus. Yeah, and I had stolen it from him as well. Looking out
0: yeah. for copies of Wicked. Yeah, because he, he, yeah. He just lives in a house made of books. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It, they're bricks. Yeah, yeah,
0: brick books, they're just super glued together. Yeah. Insulation and house at the same time. Set when reading. it rains, which is always in England. Yes, so it is.
1: It is always. It, severe,
0: severe weather at the moment at the Commonwealth Games at, yes. uh, in Glasgow. Uh, Surprise! Scotland's summer shit. (laughs) I know. Did you hear about pole vault? Pole vault, the four people who qualified won the medals. That was... uh. (laughs) Because you couldn't couldn't pole vault. It was that windy and horrific.
1: The weather was so bad. So the pole went in the other direction? Default, default, default. (laughs) Really? So they just won even though it was cancelled? It's just like they could do it,
0: so they won really yeah yeah that's how bad that's how bad Scotland is
1: I always think that would be the worst this is maybe this is gonna be politically incorrect if you were a Siamese twin that would be the worst occupation for your other twin to have pole vaulting Uh, vaulting? particularly if you're afraid of heights (laughs) it would be bad if you were back-to-back as well if you're back-to-back and you're afraid of heights you would have to kind of hold your legs up you just like feel this. Like, it would be like As stage diving, but yeah. really high. Really high. And naturally your twins' instinct would be to land comfortably. So they'd land on their So You, will their be, back you, you would be land on your face, face first. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're scared of heights, it would be really frightening. It would be the. I, I can't think of much worse. Because I've watched an episode of Oprah where there was a Siamese twins and one was a lot shorter oh, than the other. Oh, my God. And the this one was in a relationship, and this one wasn't. And they were talking about like, <gasps> no, you know, yeah. Oh, and no. this one said, oh, "I just close my eyes and think about think of things. England." Yeah. In, yeah. Oh and God. I th- and then we, my friend and I got talking about what would be the worst. The, w- the and we, worst occupation. We thought it would be pole vaulting. But there could be that worse. is pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Yeah. Sorry, why am I talking about yeah. this?
0: No, I think it's good advice. Yeah. If you find yourself like, be considerate of your fellow. Conjoined. Twin. twin. Sorry, yeah. conjoined, conjoined. Well, yeah, uh, yeah politically yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, of course, everybody. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Lowering the tone just by the terminology. I know. Yeah. But the advice otherwise, sound. Is sound. Sound.
8: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think on that Th- note, please thank Fiona. Thanks, awesome. everybody.
4: Oh, Yeah.
0: And now it's time for our... Songwriting (laughs) battle! Kira and Pete's songwriting battle, please welcome Peter Led. (laughs) Pete and I challenged each other at the beginning of the year to write one song a month and then let the audience decide which one they like better and we'll keep... Keep score, and we still have no consequences seven episodes in. <laughs> still none. But also, this is a particularly nail-biting songwriting mm. challenge because we are tied. Yes. Now. Yeah. Yes. And while there might not be... Yeah, I can join. While
2: there while might not be consequences, there is kind of personal pride at stake.
0: It's called Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: I'm just still reeling from the fact that what you got out of watching Orphan Black was if I had clones, I could get shit done. That's like, because th- that's totally the message of the show.
0: <laughs> well, they get a lot of stuff <laughs> done in they that. They do. They They really, they kill some people that needed to, like, I f- you had problem, I fixed problem. <laughs> you know, th- that'll only make sense to the people <laughs> that She has problem, I fixed problem. But you know they—they do—they get—they do get shit done. They get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this. I'm leaving the show. That—that that is
2: actually a common theme in science fiction: is getting shit. Getting done. Getting shit done, yeah. of
0: course, of course. Of course. Uh, so well, Alien got shit done um, by hugging you in the face. Um, so at the moment we are tied and. We're going to have a little hiatus from the songwriting battle as well. So our next one won't be until October. So we're going to break a tie or maybe we'll stay tied or there's suspense in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, nice. Which like one of them a- is going to
2: get shit done?
0: Ooh. <laughs> uh, take
2: it away, Pete. Oh, uh, yay. That's
0: me. Um, oh, yeah, and we're writing travel-themed songs. FYI.
2: Yeah, cool. Naturally. Um, so let me preface my introduction of my song with saying everyone is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the other morning I had to call Triple O. Everyone is okay. Um, has anyone here had to call Triple O? Yeah, one couple of people. How did you find your experience? It um, was alright. I'm pretty good in an
4: emergency.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty level heading, yeah. Up the back, how did you find your experience? It's good, they walked me home. Oh. They walked you home, that's so sweet. That's <laughs> nice. And um, how was your experience? Good, they sent the fire brigade. It's good, they sent the fire brigade, awesome. Yeah. My experience was not quite so good um, in that it was really infuriating uh, in that uh, I asked for an, an ambulance And uh, the phone went, ring, 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 connecting you to ambulance. Ring, 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 ambulance will answer. Ring, 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 connecting you to ambulance. Ring, 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 ambulance will answer. That went on for about two minutes. Um, Eventually got put through, not to the ambulance, but to the health service, um, who then asked if I was interested in doing a survey. Um, And we spent about 90 seconds spelling my address. Um, This was just so they could open a file before they even contemplated sending out an ambulance. Um, so I wrote a song about that because transport, emergency transport, it links somehow. Um, I would like to introduce to the stage uh, my partner in crime, Cracked Pepper, <laughs> Tim D'Souza, and our very special guest, Joey Pengelingen, <laughs> who has not heard this song before. <clears throat> I'd like
3: to preface my involvement in this song with the fact that I heard about it an hour ago.
2: Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, look, it was 12.01 Wednesday morning that I called the ambulance, so let's put that in context of how long I've had to write the song. Give up some hate! One, da two, one, two, three, four. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da Da-da-da-da-da-da Shaking and a whole lot of fright. <sis durant noise> you hesitate before making the call, cause you never had to do this before. Double check to make sure she's sure. <similarity> <inaudible> <cheerful> emergency emergency. Tell you mine. I need your number, address, and your horoscope sign. Describe the pain for our investigation and tell me the name of the drug she's taken and active ingredient to stop her aching. Da, 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 da. It's gonna take longer than you think it should and ask you more questions than they did at school. Just try to remember to keep your cool. Emergency, emergency. Zero, zero, zero. zero. Some more questions and you think it's absurd. But finally they'll say those words that are sweeter than any other words you've heard. Open the door and turn on the light and lock up your pets. It's gonna be alright been 18 minutes in the middle of the night And I'm glad I could remember the words for that.
0: I've got an, another really hard one. <laughs> That's what who <he> said? <laughs> <sighs> God damn it, why do I keep doing these terrifying things? Right, so in 1889, a young lady nerd named Nellie Bly, she's an American journalist, she was one of the first stunt journalists. Uh, and under, she, that's what, the, the genre is called stunt journalism and it was a particular thing of the period where people would immerse themselves in particular facets of society that would go undercover. It's like undercover journalism uh, and do extraordinary things. And Nellie Bly, just to paint the picture, one of the things she did was she got herself committed into an insane asylum for women to explore what the conditions were like because there were rumours that this particular asylum was out of control, treating people really badly and, lo and behold, she uncovered that that was, in fact, the case. And thankfully, her publisher, Pulitzer, uh, if you know the name Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize, Pulitzer, that gentleman uh, managed to get her out at the end. So she was in there for 10 days, but that was more than long enough. So one of the big stunts she did One of the things that she's kind of been known for throughout history is a trip she did around the world in 1889. She set out to break a world record. She was inspired by uh, Phileas Fogg in Around the World in 80 Days. But she said, no, no, I'm going to do it in 75. That's my thing. I'm going to do that. And uh, When she pitched this idea to her editor, he said, we thought of doing that, but if we do that, we'll send a man. A year later, when circulation of the world newspaper was down, they asked her, so, hey, remember your idea to go around the world? We kind of want you to do that. We want you to do that in three days' time. Can you leave the day after t- tomorrow? And she's like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. So she uh, manages to cram all her all the belongings she thinks she needs, which is very little, gets one very robust dress made, one, and uh, off she goes on steamship, setting sail from New Jersey, round the world. 1889. And uh, this is a song I've written about that, about that morning. And yes, I know this is totally derivative of all music theatre ever. I know that. It's hard to write. Uh, a, a song of ambition in a post defined gravity world, anyway. <laughs> day is crisp and clear. November 14, 1889, keep it together and get to the pier. Run downtown from West 35th, can't think straight this early. Unknowing streetcar to the North River, unwitting ferry to New Jersey. Phileas fog took eighty days, To leave and to arrive. This Pittsburgh girl will go around the world in 75 and they'll ask me, Where did you come from? Everyone I see will ask, Where are you going? One bag, one hat, one simple mission. Twenty-eight thousand miles for one ambition. My ship stands tall at the pier. I say one last goodbye. Bye. Chamberlain.
2: Man, you killed it. That was amazing.
0: Thanks. I'm still in a bit of shock.
2: (laughs) You're pulling out all of the big guns tonight.
0: (laughs) I don't know. That's all I got. So you can see where all my focus has gone on two really hard songs, and all the rest of everything I've said. I'm just like. My song had four chords. (laughs) Hey, four chords gets you a long way in this world. (laughs) Let
4: it go. Words, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Joey had never heard the
2: song. Come on, Uh, we're all learning here. Um, it's a learning, caring it's, show. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a lovely show. Um, Kira, do you want to make them vote for the winner?
0: Oh, okay. I'll make them the
2: oh. the oh. vote for oh. the winner. Are you okay. guys ready to vote for the winner? Are oh. oh. yes, you guys ready like to vote ready for, for the, for the winner? We're going to make it oh. vote like this, one by one, i will make in
0: you see me. That's just the one that I told them.
2: For a moment, I couldn't understand you there.
0: I'm not a full circle world. Uh, Anyway, all right. Uh, Google Translate. Google Translate. On the count of three, if you preferred Pete's song, shout poop, poop, poop. If you preferred my song, shout kira! On the count of three, one, two, three.
2: Kira! Unanimous!
0: Thank you! Amazing! I lead by one point!
2: Well done.
0: Oh, what the hell happens now? What do I do? What am I doing? Where am I? Where am I? Oh, cool! Yay, 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 yay! Our final guest is truly prolific. A truly prolific artist pouring her writing and performing talents into musicals, cabarets, standalone songs and film. Please welcome to the stage, Joanna Weinberg.
8: Thank you. You've totally solved a mystery for me. Really? What's yeah. a mystery? Nellie Bly. Oh, because there I never is a knew who song. She was. Well, there's a song with her name in it.
4: Was that the Frankie n- wh- and Johnny? Were love is her name in that song? Yeah, I'm getting the, the, the soda jerk <laughs> told her that Johnny was making love to Nelly Bly. He <gasps> was her, her man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I never knew who she was. Well, the thing is, her that's her pen name. So oh, there happening. is a, another song about Nellie Bly, maybe one or two old-timey songs with her name in it, with that name in it. And her real name is Elizabeth Jane Cochran. And when okay. she became a journalist, her editor in Pittsburgh said, well, it's not proper for ladies to write under their name, their own name. You know, you've got to keep your private life and your, your journalistic life separate. So she, he chose Nellie Bly for her or maybe she chose it. It's kind of bit foggy, fact. And it wouldn't but have
8: fitted in the song as well, you know? Elizabeth Jane Cochran.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
8: In the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on it. Yeah. No, not quite. It doesn't quite fit. So thanks. Welcome. Thanks.
0: Welcome to Slapdash.
8: Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, you,
0: you, because you did our um, very first season at, at Sydney Fringe. Oh, yeah. 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 About this time last year as well, I think, I guess, with Life Force. Yeah, probably Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) that's cool. So, what I I am curious to know because you know, you've been traveling a little bit at the like recently
8: with Goddess. I didn't get to go, Kira. You didn't get to go? No, the film went. Yeah, I didn't go anywhere. And it went to Hawaii <gasps> and they showed it in a paradise. It was called the Paradise Open Air Theatre. Oh, my and people God, got, Hawaii. I know. Oh. And people got free cocktails and they got to lie around and get free lays around their necks and watch that film. That's amazing. And I didn't get And you to. didn't get to. No. Oh. <laughs> rort, rort. I know. Oh, bummer. But, uh, and it went to Kiev i I'm quite glad I didn't go... Um, okay, yeah, for the best. <laughs> I was going to say that's
0: <laughs> not a wrong
8: Yeah, wow. Wow, so everywhere. where? How many countries has it got to? Uh, lots. It's been to India just, and it's been to South Africa... ...and it's just uh, finished in the UK. That's fantastic. That's so cool. Yeah. And, okay,
0: despite having not travelled with the film... What, uh, ...what's your favourite mode of
8: transport? Donkey. Seriously, donkey? Yep. Yeah. Why, why donkey? because um i had a really special bonding experience with a donkey in morocco once oh my god yeah I what was, happened well i was playing the virgin mary in that <laughs> <laughs> and of course there's a donkey in that story <laughs> yeah yeah um and uh, it was a bible story obviously and i was playing the virgin mary and it was in the mountains and it was snowing and I had to be pregnant, sit side saddle on a donkey. Without a saddle, actually. There was Ooh. no saddle. But the donkey was really warm. <laughs> and I was really cold. And, and my costume was like a Hessian bag thing. And I was so cold. Did and not I, do I, the job in the snow. No. no. And although the donkey was really bumpy, it was warm. And I felt that we bonded. You know
0: <laughs> That's a really good travel tip, if ever you're cold. Find a donkey. send <laughs> <in> a donkey.
8: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Wow, that's so... Oh, that's cool. Because you see them in, in Greece. You see them... They're the emergency vehicle, if you believe it or not, on the cliffs of... Um, in, in Crete, the, the cliffs of um, Samaria Gorge. And you've got to go down, 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 down. And then you get to the riverbed and then you walk to the sea. But if something happens... A donkey is what will come and save you. A donkey, a a, a medical donkey will pick you up and take you back up the mountain.
8: Wow. Has it got like a red cross on the side? I think so. I
0: think so, yeah. A little little red (laughs) cross on the the side. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) multi-purpose. Who knew? And have you had a surprise destination? A a destination that you either expected would be really good and was eh or um, was... You expected uh, to be so-so Was actually really great.
8: I found an unexpected destination, which is in the middle of a bridge. And <laughs> the bridge goes right over the Zambezi, the mighty Zambezi mm. River, which um, border – well, it, it kind of goes in between two countries in Africa. So Zimbabwe, which is Robert Mugabe and his whole um, entourage mm. made of gold mm. and platinum and airplanes mm. and stuff. And the other side is Zambia, which is a democracy – Wow. And a really cool place. And sort of emerging, and people are going there and going on tourism, and they're the most beautiful people. And they lost their soccer team. Remember that? That Well, they had this beautiful soccer team and they were doing really well and the whole plane crashed and they lost all their soccer players and everything and they, they rose up again and, and fought back and you know, people started to support their country. Anyway, long story, there's a bridge that runs in between the two countries. Wow. And you can walk along the bridge and you can put one foot in Zimbabwe, which is a fascist dictatorship, and you can put the other foot in Zambia, which is this amazing emerging democracy and i thought that was that is is amazing amazing.
0: (laughs) that is amazing yeah you know people get such a kick out of like oh i'm standing in two states right now
8: you know that's incredible (laughs) yeah yeah you're kind of astride this mighty river and in two places at once and what's even more interesting is that these kids come up um, because of inflation, the currency is kind of insane. You know, like in Germany after the war when people had crams? Yeah, real of money, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. So they come and these little kids come and they sell you billion-dollar notes as a souvenir. As a souvenir? Yeah, you can buy a million. They go, one million, one million, two million, five billion, five billion. And you can pay whatever you want and you take home your – it's quite sad, really. Yeah. But, but it, it's a hell of a souvenir. Yeah, you know, a your billion-dollar yeah, billion note. Dollar, yeah. yeah. So that was a really wow. unexpected, surprising, interesting kind of weird political odd spot.
0: What took you to, <laughs> to, to, to there? Like, had you just been curious about
8: the region? Or? N- oh. No, I, I went on safari, which is my absolute thing that I want to keep doing over and over and over again.
0: Where where Where's your top safari? Was it...
8: There or... Oh, Botswana's incredibly cool. That's also a democracy in it. Actually, they are two. There are two democracies in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Botswana. Some. South Africa is amazing. You know, if you've, if you've never seen... You were talking about giraffes and their vocal cords. Mm. They really are the most beautiful things. I and love them. You know, I love them. They're weird. Really, like, they've got this neck action that, that really looks painful. But they're amazing. They're yeah.
0: just... Yeah. Oh, but they're so, cu- and they're so cute in the little baby ones.
8: that got, like... And chopstick they, legs That's just right just, they, they can't bend They actually can't they bend to, No they have to do The splits to drink <laughs> So it's quite awkward If they have that's to very, Get it, up in cute. a hurry Yeah that's right <laughs> Yep No
0: need It's uh, some amazing Gymnastics yeah, there Yeah right So you've got A, a, a new show Which uh, I know The song you're about to do Is not from that But you no. use a Piano
8: accordion I in do. the show as yeah, well. Yeah, I do. I've really tried to explore a whole Eastern European gypsy klezmer sound. Not not in the song <laughs> I'm gonna do, but in, in that show. In that show. Yeah. I've that's your character's My character. Origin? Yeah, she comes from a fictitious Eastern European country called <laughs> Unge Valeria. What are some aspects of Ungevaleria? Oh, oh it, well, they're kind of against everyone. Like they really persecute blacks, gays, dwarves. Uh like everyone, everyone, Christians, Muslims, Hindu, Sikh, they don't like anybody unless you're a beetroot farmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, it's like uh, Dwight on The Office, really, in, in the, the American series Office, he is a beetroot farmer.
8: Yeah, right. And yeah, so he, he would he? do well there. Oh, brilliantly, they yeah. love him. But that's why she had to escape and come to Australia to a more tolerant society because she's an artist of you know she's actually a nurse yeah she's an she's she should have been an artist but the character becomes a nurse because she's got a strange addiction and affiliation to blood
0: please thank joanna weinberg (laughs) give us a song (laughs) oh and and welcome back joey who is a ring-in yet again (laughs)
8: Okay, um, so yeah, Joey only heard this like just before the show, so thanks so much, Joey. So this song is, is uh, a trunk song that I haven't really done, so I hope it goes okay. It's about a ship, so um, we heard a little bit earlier about uh, the cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went on a cruise ship and I was kind of kicking and screaming, which sounds a little bit spoiled and everything. I wanted to go to the place it was going... ...but I didn't want to go on it. Um, (laughs) I got on it... Well, first of all, I was really scared that it was going to sink. And second of all... um, ...I just was unprepared for the amount of entertainment... ...that they put on. (laughs) Because my room was right next to a speaker, and every morning at about quarter to eight in the morning, we'd hear,
4: hi there, this is Bill and Bob, and today, the drink of the day is coconut
8: lava flow. Make your way down to the sexiest man competition on the upper deck, and so on. And it just, there was something every half hour. And it went on like that all night, and there were a lot of pokies, and there were these huge gangs of rampaging drunk women. (laughs) <laughs> and um, it was just a really strange culture that I struggled. It wasn't how I had imagined myself, you know, sitting on a deck chair, just chilling. It wasn't at all. You had to really participate all the time. <laughs> so why am I telling you all this? I, because I'm a performer, I really wanted to be performing and I felt uncomfortable being the punter. I felt funny being the person being entertained at. And luckily, the piano guy... Um, got sick, and I said, I'll play. Can I play, please? And then I did the piano bar room for a couple of nights, and that's how I found out what's in the song. Okay.
4: aged women. In-
0: Don't run away. Oh, we're working him hard tonight. Please thank all of our guests this evening. Blake Erickson, Slapdash Meatloaf, Fiona Pearson, Peter Laird, Joanna Weinberg, the Slapdash Mini Band, Mark Chamberlain and Joey Pangolin and Tim D'Souza and my clones. Yay clones. I'm Kira Daly. Now, everyone up on their feet. For our traditional sing-along, and God, I hope you sing along. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> That's exactly what he plays. Life's like a there you travel. On. Sometimes you bend, sometimes you stand, sometimes turn you turn your back to the wind There's a world outside every darkened door, the blues won't haunt you anymore but the brave are free and love is sore, come ride with me to the distant shore We won't hesitate, break down the garden gate, there's not much time left today about the acts featured at slapdash song night please visit slapdash or facebook.com slash kira daily that's k-e-i-r-a-d-a-l-e-y or you can find me on twitter at daily rant d-a-l-e-y rant who doesn't love a good rant and we will see you in a couple of weeks or at the live show on june 5th